Hi, podcasters. No stab today, as you're going to hear. Mm. What are you looking at? Sorry. Mm. Someone text you? Yeah. She's got a serious voice on everyone. Sorry, sorry. It's Lions tickets. Do you mind if I oh, just have a moment? Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. Sorry. It. It's just because they're on sale. She's making a phone call. And, <laughs> and uh, as we know, personal hey, get, gets, gets in on so professional. I'm not annoyed. Do you mind if I put an extra four more tickets on that, if that's all right? Oh, what, are you going to book the whole frigging stadium, girl? Pardon? Yeah, yep, if that's all right. So just let me know what you what you need for that. Anyone else out there want to add to the order while she's at it? Um, yes, yeah. please. All right, thanks, heaps, son. All right, thanks. Bye. You know, that reminds me. What? Remember back in the old days, right? I can't you... afford for you to come. This person's paying for it. But um, yeah. can you, I can tell you off air. How much? Oh, yeah. Order. I don't want to tell expensive. you what I just, No, they're really expensive, but that was for someone who um, doesn't work here anymore. Someone who doesn't work here? That's yeah. you let you. I don't know. Well, they I? used to work here yeah. and now they're getting you tickets? Well, no, no, no. The person wants tickets and they used to buy them through work because we get an offer to buy them through work. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. And they, they don't, that's fine. They don't, they don't live here. Don't, they, do they get fired no, they for didn't. doing something illegal? No, no. Then so I it think it's matter. like, I don't think yeah. it matters. Prente? Uh, no, Prente doesn't want to go to footy. Who? Right, okay. Um, no, that just made me, when you were talking on the phone then, mm. it reminded me, remember back in the day when you would call the Chinese restaurant, right? And you would, like before Uber Eats, and you'd have to make the order. But there'd always be some idiot who wouldn't double check what everyone wanted. And then they would, whilst on the phone, go, does anyone want anything? You know, and everyone would be like, are you getting spring rolls? Yeah, I've ordered spring rolls. I'll have spring rolls too. Can I get another spring rolls, please? And then you just wouldn't know what the go, the poor person on the other end of the phone. So sorry, I'm going to have to make go, another phone call. Who could hardly understand I'm so English. I'm sorry, because I think they want more. Wait a minute. Um. <laughs> it's not, no interest. No interest. Listen to her. And then, so anyway. How many spring rolls are we getting? That's the meaning of life. Um, that's what I say to my wife when I know she's not listening to me. I always say to her, and that's where I keep all the money if I die. And okay. she goes, huh? Can you just write it down before you die, sweet? Is that all right? Anyway, she's taking a phone call, everyone. She's got no interest in I'm me. I'm so sorry. I really do care about this, but it's hard. No, she doesn't. She does not care. Here's the podcast. All right. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. We joke, don't we? Not about everything. Oh. Just about serious stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like we banter. That's what banter would be, like where yeah. you go back and forward. And I guess Australia has said that sarcasm is um, probably their favourite form of banter. Yeah, but you know, sometimes it's banter until it just, it's and someone, someone just hurt. stings a little too much. Yes, we were having banter in our household last night. Someone went too far. And then. Scott went too far? No, apparently I went too far. And it was with the whole family, and my mum's up at the moment. What did you say? We we're talking about football, of all things. And I was like, oh, but you don't even support a team to my mum. And then she got upset because I was like, she hates Port and uh, the. Alliance are going to be playing against Port. Okay. In the first thing, it just went too far. I was like, I don't want to talk anymore. And then she swore after just giving a lecture about the kids right. swearing. See, what I love too is when someone gets butt hurt from banter. Yeah. People don't go, oh, I've hurt their feelings. You go, you go harder. Joking. You just and you just joking. You can't even <clears throat> take a joke. <clears throat> this is what's always about you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're saying that they've done a bit of research into who does the best banter around Australia, which is the weirdest. Um, I guess. <laughs> The weirdest survey they've ever really done. Um, and they've given it a rating out of 100 for their banterness. 
Right, well, it was just reported in the news. Let's yeah. have a listen. This must be a joke, because Brisbane is apparently the fourth best city in Australia for banter, with a score of 86 out of 100 in a recent survey. Newcastle, Melbourne and Sydney are all apparently wittier than us. Not? So Sydney got what? 100 out of 100. When I lived in Sydney, everyone was rude. No one talked to each other. Bent. Ba- yeah. Banter? I wouldn't say Sydney's a banter place. No, I would say you go down to Tassie. Tassie, Tassie didn't even make the list, but Tassie would be better at banter than Sydney because Sydney can't take a joke. No. And that's what I think it is. Can you? Would you say that? I mean, come on, you're from New South Wales. I think Brisbane has the best banter. I, I see Newcastle as well is up there, but I think Brisbane should beat Newcastle. Everyone here loves to have a chat. Yeah. So not Melbourne. Melbourne is depressed. <laughs> And Melbourne got 90 out of 100. You try and banter with someone there and they'll go, what are you looking at? No, I see. And Melbourne's also very, um, they're very lefty. So if you banter with them, they're like, that is so inappropriate. You cannot say that. Yeah. You cannot. Oh, my God. Imagine trying to go there and banter about their coffee and the fact that they only wear black clothes. Uh, Darwin got 89. Brown. For a fact, it's brown. I had a mate come visit when I was living there from Mm. Queensland, and Mm. he goes, why does everyone wear brown here? I had not even noticed it. Oh, I tell you what, you wear a colour in Sydney or Melbourne and Mm. walk around the city and people go, oh, my God, what do you call this? It's called colour. Oh yeah, it's we like see, a happiness thing. They see that at Mardi Gras. It's the only time. They, it's like they save all their colour <laughs> yeah, for Mardi but, Gras parade and then they just get it all out there. So then. we're 86 out of 100. So we've just bet the Gold Coast by 85 out of 100. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle, 88 out of 100. Darwin, 89 out of 100. Who's the worst at banter? Do they have it like the bottom of the list there? Coffs Harbour. Oh, I don't, I, I don't know anyone from Coffs Harbour. Yeah. Oh, your boyfriend's from Coffs, ha- Coffs Harbour. Oh, he loves Yeah, banter. he's got great banter. He's always taking the piss out of me. He does, but yeah. I reckon Dan goes a bit too far because you start getting upset. I've been out for nights out with oh, him. Oh, you get butt and hurt. And he, he gets banter and then he will go like, come down. Yeah, that that's an 82. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always find calm down during banter always oh. really helps the person relax a bit too. Can you relax, mate? Yeah. Calm down. Or arc up, why don't you? Ooh. Oh, Townsville's pretty low as well. Oh, right. Adrian. They get a bit punchy there. Cans, they don't banter. No. Well, Cans, Cans is 87 out of 100. Okay. So a little bit better. Yeah, don't don't say that I'm from Townsville. Come on. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> there's, a, there's a rivalry there. There okay. we go. Oh, actually, Big Bad Brad, you're a Melbourne boy. Get up to the mic there. Everyone has just turned up because they want to come and defend yeah. their, why don't defend you give their us, town. Why don't you give us your best banter? Yeah, come on. If you're so, so great, right. yeah. burn both of us right now. I'm too busy drinking coffee and freezing, mate. I'm not going to serve you any banter at this time of the morning. I'm from Melbourne. Come on. Oh, they are Is that banter? <laughs> no, that's, the, that's what I'm saying. It's the truth. <laughs> oh, hang on. And Steph. So Steph, our online girl, she's from Melbourne. Burn us. I am, and I actually crown myself as the sass queen of the office. <laughs> yeah, so let's hear it. Give us a burn. I, I just think I'm better than everyone here, so I think that's the biggest burn of all. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> nice work, Brad. Burnt. Nice oh, and burnt. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. The other day I was busted on my phone looking at something and one of my friends was like, what are you looking at? That's not appropriate. We're at kids' sport. And I said, I'm so sorry. I'm just doing research and I was looking at breasts. Because I've always talked about getting a breast reduction, and I will eventually when I get around to it. I had to do shoulder surgery first, just working on them one at a time. Uh, yeah. And 
I don't know what is the ultimate size to get a reduction. And this started because my friend Cassie, shout out to her, she's on the strawberry farm at the moment, listening online. Cassie, he's Not in... Not the melon farm. <laughs> <laughs> She'll love that. <laughs> no. Right, no, okay. She's at, she's at the strawberry, strawberry farm. Strawberry farm, all right, yeah. right. Um, but she has got a, a breast reduction recently and yeah. she is in love. Like she's just so in love with them. She just, she's like, they're the best. I'm so happy. It's something that she wanted to get. Because I don't know if she was like a double G or even further along and she's tiny frame, absolutely tiny. And I was like, really? Because you always look and you go, really? Is that your size? And I said, well, what is the ultimate size? Because when you go to a surgeon, if that's the case, you're picking. And I always think that's really weird with some of my friends who have got um, implants, you're picking your size. And do you consult your partner? Like, do you take into account what they might want? Well, a lot of my friends got it done when they didn't have partners or they were separated. So that was their thing. One of my friends regrets it. She said she would have never gone so big because she said she got it when she was the smallest. Uh, and then okay. she's had uh, a, a child since then. She's put on weight and she said now they're too big. Right. And I was like, can you get them done? She was like, no, I don't have the money to get it done. And I was like, oh, that's awful, isn't it? If if you're yeah. going too big, like what happens? It's the same, I guess. But she, when you go to the doctor, I don't know if you choose like C or D or whether they choose them in a different way because you don't know exactly what your bra size will be after. And she says mm. she absolutely loves hers because she said they, I think she said, yeah, they look like a 10D or maybe like a 10C. And she says they're the best. I don't know any of these numbers or these letters that you're you saying. Don't? No. Hmm, I'd okay. have to feel them to know. <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> have you got that out of the way? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Am I allowed to ask? Uh, can you, you want I me here for this? I could not? not tell you my wife's size. <laughs> yes, mate, you could. No, I don't know. Well, I don't know the. Um, oh, the cup size. Like, yeah, like if I had to give the number and stuff. Oh, can I guess? I should I'll sure. Send her a text. Yeah. Would she be like a d- in the D's? No, I think she'd be bigger than a D. Good for her. Maybe a, d- <laughs> Maybe a double D. See, I don't even see. I always thought double D mm. was the biggest. No, God. God I, you guys probably can't no. hear this on air, but the girls outside double are D, laughing and then you got E, and then you got G, A, B, C, D, E. Does it go? F. Does it go all the way up to Z? Yes, double F, does G, it? double G. Yeah. Man. Oh, by the way, her husband loves them. She just wanted, she is listening. <laughs> She's listening? Okay, good. good. But yeah. is that is that for you when you get your reduction? Have yeah. you asked Scott about it or is this just purely you're no, going to get what you're really, comfortable with? No, this is because I honestly, and I, this sounds like grass is greener or whatever, but yeah. I just think that people that um, may not have large breasts like would want it. And I go, no, mm. don't. Don't. Be happy with what you have because I think it's just so, it, it, it's a bit more comfortable. Mm. You know, being able to wear whatever you, you want without having to worry about it. But maybe it is that you're never happy with what you got given. Are they? Do they suggest as well that if you are going to go through a surgery like that to do it after children? Like wait till you have So I went to go and kids? see one when I was quite young. So mm. I think I went when I was 20, 21 and I wanted to get a breast reduction. Yeah. And the surgeon was really love about, lovely about it. Like I'd gone to the doctors, explained like back pain and gone... And he just said to me, he said, I can't really advise you, and I hope this is not something that's inappropriate to say, but my wife really enjoyed the breastfeeding experience, and I'd just like you to really think about that decision before, because sometimes you can breastfeed, but sometimes you can't. And he Uh, said, I won't be able to guarantee it. Okay. Which is, you know, some people try their hardest anyway. Breastfeeding's hard. Yeah. But then I took that away, and I was like, oh, but he also did leave me in the brochure the information saying that after breastfeeding, they may change anyway. So it was more that information that I was like, oh. Okay, right. Okay. 
But 13-10-60, what is the ultimate size? Like maybe you got them done, you went too big, or maybe you went too small. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear from you as sort of a bit of a lesson, I guess, of let's be grateful with what we have, even though I'm saying I'm going to get a reduction. But mine's more of a comfort level. Yeah. Well, I guess it is one of those things, if you're doing it because you're getting back pain as well. Neck pain, yeah. It, it is also a health decision. Well, I think I've always wanted it so you don't have to wear the big mama bras with thick straps and get that dent. Oh, yeah. Initial. <laughs> Well, that's what I've got. i got the dent. Why are you laughing? No, just the way you say it. The big mama bra. <laughs> yeah, they don't sell yeah, them yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I can't imagine they have a sign at bras and things going, the big mama bra section. I've never had anyone get a breast reduction. I always yeah. say that, you know, you don't need surgery. Be happy with what you've got, blah, 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 blah. But I've never had any of my friends get a breast reduction that's been unhappy with it. They say it's the best thing they've ever done. Boobies! We're, we're having a mature conversation, so I'm sorry I brought Matt along with me, but we, uh, we're asking at 13, 20, 10, 60, what is the ultimate size for boobs? I know that's a strange question to ask, but I'd like to know, honestly, did you get maybe implants and you regret going too big or not going big enough, or did mm-hmm. you get a reduction and you're like, oh, no, wait a minute, I was happier how I was? Because this started after my friend Cassie um, had a breast reduction, and she just keeps texting me how happy she is because I was talking about it with her. Yeah. But I was like, do you get to decide your size? And she's like, not really. Because it, the surgeon doesn't know exactly how it's going to fit after when everything settles down. Ah, uh, I guess, so he's, I guess he's, once he removes it, he's got to deal with what the how it all sort of sits. I, well, not sits. I guess what size it actually yeah. is. Because when you get implants, I get, think you can set your size. What's the recovery on that like? For the reduction? Yeah, if you go and have a surgery. I, uh, can't, ima- I can't imagine it's <laughs> she's pleasant. Sending me, she's sending me photos. Uh, well, no, she said it was better than what she thought. Okay. Right. Mm, but 13, 10, 60. What's your experience with it? Anonymous is on the line. Hi. Hey. What's your story? Um, well, I actually wanted a reduction through my whole teenage years because I obviously matured very early up top. Yeah. And back then when I was 18, it was on the free list. Um, and I got accepted into uni, so I postponed it till I was 28. And then it wasn't on the free list. Yeah. And then I had to pay for it. Um, the doctor, that's correct when she said that it doesn't, they can't tell you what size you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to go as small as I could. I asked for a B cup. I didn't come out a B cup. I came out between a C and a D cup and I said to him, I'm not happy. And he said, okay, I'll put you back in, take more tissue out. So I went back for a second reduction. Yeah. Um, And then I had no children at that time. He did warn me that I wouldn't be able to breastfeed probably, which that was fine. And I went on to have a couple of children and which then obviously everything changes. And then I went on to have a third breast reduction. Oh, are you you happy now? Like what's it? Uh, it? It's the best. When I was was 28, honestly, I could not stop telling people. I was like, why did I not do this and postpone university? (laughs) At 18, it was the best thing. Like it was the best thing I could have done. It was, I've had other surgeries, not um, other plastic surgeries, but other surgeries. It was the most easiest surgery I've ever had um, and recovery-wise. It was easy. To me, it was easy. I think that's why, because everyone's so happy that you don't have the neck pain and all the migraines, so that's why everyone's like, oh, it's the best. Monica, hi. Uh, Hi. 
going. <laughs> What's your experience? Um, okay, so I had three kids quite young um, and they were like, I mean, it's probably a bit of an exaggeration, but think of like a golf ball with in a sock. Like I was not happy. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. But they were yeah. Yeah, like little. And so anyway, I was booked to go to Thailand and get my beautiful implants put in and I asked for, like not too big, I asked for a double D. Um, but yeah, it's like the previous lady said, you, they can't guarantee what size you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've got like a, like F cup now and trying to get nice bras or even nice dresses, like I'm a size 12 and I've got a little small waist, but I can never find any nice tops or dresses that fit. It's just not. Nah, I'd so chop do you them think, off oh. I could go back. I would just be like, nah. <laughs> so you think that you would regret ever having it done or you just wish you went smaller? Yeah. Right, yeah, okay. so I would yeah. probably just get the lift done instead of putting the implants in, to yeah. be honest. But I think yeah. that's like a lot of my friends that get it done. You, your experiences of what you want changes as you age. Yeah, true. Very true. Yeah. Mm, uh, and Gemma's there from Eagle Bee. Morning. Good morning. What did you have done? Um, so I had my boobs done when I was very young, mm. in my early 20s. Um, so I'm quite a small girl and I asked them for the biggest size I could get. Um, unfortunately, because I'm so small, the biggest size I could get was a C-cup. Uh-huh. But then I went on in the following year to get pregnant and have a baby. And with that pregnancy, I suffered from preeclampsia. So I'd put on 50 kilos in that pregnancy, which then brought them up to an E-cup. So obviously once they had the baby, they went back down. So now they probably look more natural, but they're not as full as what they were when I first got them. Yeah, right. So yeah, my advice would be wait until you have kids and then do it. Yeah, okay. That is good advice. Are you you happy with them now though? Uh, no, I'll get them done again. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got to upgrade them. It's like your car. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it the same when you leave the hospital, it loses 10 grand instantly? Is it that so? No, no. It's an investment. It, go, it goes up yeah, in goes value, up. yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. What's up? It's Charlie Puth. Charlie Puth is coming to Brizzy October 27, the River Stage, great venue. Looking forward to seeing him, and he is looking very relaxed by his house at the moment. Charlie Puth, good morning. Good morning. I am very relaxed. You are, you've expressed correctly. You make it sound like he's not wearing pants or something. Well, we can't see. I can see <laughs> below his nipples, so I don't know what's going on there, Charlie. I will let you know I am clothed. This this is exciting, and we were a little bit surprised. We're like, you, 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 I guess you've come to Australia be- before, but this is your first Australian tour, and it's taken you so long. Did you have plans before COVID hit? Well, I have never been to Australia before, oh. so this will be my first time not only being in Australia but playing shows in Australia. So I'm very yeah. excited. For yeah, me. You've, but you've been so popular here for so long. Why have you been avoiding us? <laughs> I don't know. I. The powers that be. It was never my decision to actively avoid Australia. I just, uh, I, I just don't know. Fad management at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's blame them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Because yeah, the Aussie yeah. crowds are going to love you, so we just want to make sure that you're prepared for them because we do love oh, you. Here. I, I, I am fully w- aware that the Aussie crowds are usually the ones who break record label terms, break my songs, aka make them grow, make them popular. They're first territory is Australia so 
very look, much looking forward to actually going there and uh, thanking them. I see. It's a it's a whole trade of me and Kim Keen situation he's got going. Yeah, on. yeah, look, yeah, yeah. He's like, you got to get me yeah. this many number ones, yeah. and then, and I'll, then I'll, I'll come. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. I'll think about it. <laughs> that's how that's how that that's how that works. <laughs> well, you can get online, get your tickets. Uh, already had a sellout show in Melbourne, Brizzy. You're going to be playing at uh, at River Stage, mate. I uh, was flicking around the internet looking at what's been happening with you lately. I just love uh, headlines these days on things because they, you know, there's people who write stuff who clearly they got a quota. Well, they could do clickbait as well. Yeah, they just got something. But no, this one was a good one. Charlie Puth locks lips with girlfriend at gas stop in LA. I remember seeing that. Yeah. And by the way, that was in a a gas station where my mom and dad live in like, it's a small town, like in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Yeah. And, I didn't think that that would be the. I walked around Los Angeles all week. No one gave a shit, and that's where <laughs> that's where that happens. It obviously worked though. You clicked on it, and the whole ah. time I'm thinking, why was there two of you getting out of the car to pump gas? I, I actually, I, I know, I don't usually know what the article is that you ref that that's being referenced, but I do know this one because I was looking at it with Brooke, being like, really, were we being watched? This <laughs> the entire yeah. Time? Wow. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a great question. Were you, I mean, the girl were you in the, the car pa- when yeah. you were pashing, or did you both get out of the car? <laughs> this, this, we're only going to stick on this the for gas. the rest of the interview. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very normal to get out of the car and pump gas. <laughs> yeah. Not together. If you're in the car together, usually someone stays in the passenger seat. I'm with you, Abs. I'm with you. Long journey, stretch the legs. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. No, if you're going back to visit your parents, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll let you get oh, away with that one. got to the bottom of that. <laughs> sure. Conspiracy Do theories. you have, because your mum was, your mum's a music teacher? Yeah, she taught music in my school and uh, taught me piano when I was uh, very, very young. Because I'm having this um, issue at the moment because I am getting my son to do violin and I don't want him to quit music because he's good at music and I'm like, sometimes you just have bad teachers and I'm not saying you didn't because it's your mom. No, I've, 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 had, I've had plenty of bad teachers. Mm. But I'm trying to get him to stay with music because I think once you get through, I guess, the basics of learning, yeah. then you can get into the singing. And I'm like, they at choir, they teach them the worst songs. I'm like, why can't they do different versions of mm. the songs that they're listening to, like yours on the radio? Well, sure. That's the, but that's exactly what you have to do. I when I when I was studying jazz piano, it's not like I wanted to just only listen to exclusively jazz piano music. I would get home and get into the car. Mm. I wasn't old enough to pump gas yet, um, <laughs> but I would I would listen to pop music and then find similarities in jazz music with pop music and mm. then try and make itself when I got home. So maybe uh, maybe that's a way to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And that has changed. The world has changed that way, hasn't it? Because you're uh, one of the artists that has seen it uh, pre-TikTok and, and post-TikTok. And that's where the majority of um, kids, Abby's kids' age, are discovering their music, you know? And there's not a lot of, you know, jazz piano getting around on TikTok, is it? You know, there's it's it's they call it Gen Z jazz. And it's... I, 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 the name of the artist is blanking on me right now, which is a, a shame because I wanted to give him a shout out. It's really uh, Belarus, B E L I R O Z. I might be butchering it, but it's it's jazz, but it's done in a way where it's kind of hip. It's done in a slightly new hi fi way. It has a bit of tempo to oh, it. Okay. I sound like a global executive, but <laughs> it's, it's cool and and 
those born in 1996 are listening to that. So it, that, that's that's inspiring for me. Let me just say, I've typed Bella Rose into TikTok. Um, not a jazz artist, but I don't mind what I see. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is there is a Bella Rose, but that's an Austra- is that Australian jazz performer? I, I, I think B E L I R O Z, not what you typed in. Right, I <laughs> Bella Rose and a whole heap of OnlyFans chicks came up, so I don't know whether you, what's going on there. Well, whatever gets him into jazz. Yeah. You know? Gen Z jazz. Whatever gets you into jazz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that music she was playing in the background when she was with that banana was really interesting. <laughs> You've got over 22 million followers on TikTok. We know that some celebrities don't really enjoy it, but is that something that you enjoy doing, making content? I do, because it's a direct message to the musician, the budding musician, the young whoever, Mm -hmm. uh, a message directly to them saying that they can make music out of anything. Mm -hmm. Even if they're being discouraged to pursue pursue music as a career choice, and you'd be surprised a lot of people are, Mm -hmm. watch my 30-second video and have some fun with it and just... You don't need a multi-million dollar recording studio. It's nice to be in one sometimes, but you don't need that to make a hit song. Yeah. Well, we, you're seeing in America at the moment, Oliver Anthony, that guy who went massive uh, on TikTok and now he's the yeah. number one on the Billboard charts. I, 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 I hadn't listened to that song, but I, I saw it. I, I, I thought it was like when, you know, sometimes they'll fake those charts or something. I yeah. thought it wasn't real yeah. right. for a bit. Are you telling me it's not, it could not be real? Not another no, it's real. No, it, it is real. Is real. Okay, right. yeah. I, 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 no, it's real. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. But I guess that's his way. So it's so more accessible now where it must have been so – it takes so long, I guess, to get your music out where now it can just be instant Oops, and people can away. fall in love with it. Yeah. We're just having this idea of just, I guess, the talent out there is just being exposed now where before it just used to be rich people shows. that could afford mm. – <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So you, everybody has a chance, even though they're, the catch-22 is that there's just millions of more people doing it. Yeah, now. yeah. Everybody has a chance, so everybody has a chance. Yeah. See, before we do let you go, I nearly forgot. We are doing a competition at the moment, Charlie, um, where mm-hmm. we have five celebrity voices, and this is for one of our listeners to win $50,000 cash. So if they can identify oh. all five people in the correct order... And they've been picked by Abby over here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have to give you that. The the last clue that we have is an Australian voice, okay? So he is an Australian vo- voice. The last The voice. last one, all right? Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. going to play you the five. And you've got to remember, Charlie Puth has this... You've got this weird thing where you can pick keys and... Mm. Like, you're a musical tuner, sure. a human tuner, right? Sure, but that doesn't mean I can... <laughs> people tuner, I can't pick out the person. So we'll see how I okay. do. All right. Okay. All right. So we're going to play you something here. This is five celebrities. See if you can tell us mm-hmm. who they are. B105. Kate Fly. Away. <laughs> One more time. Your face, your face is gorgeous. Like, what? B105. Kate Fly. Away. When I tell you I have no clue, <laughs> I get zero out of five. Yeah. <laughs> would you, would you no just clue. roll the dice and have a guess? B105. Kate Fly. Away. B105. Camila kind of talks. Is that Camila Cabello, the first one? No, I do like her, but unfortunately we've already said it's Kelly Clarkson, the first voice. Oh, Oh, well. (laughs) You know what I hope? I hope you're in it. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I can't pick it. I can't pick it. (laughs) I'm definitely not. I didn't hear a nasally 
whiny voice. <laughs> oh, so. come on. Uh, good on you, buddy. Get your tickets to see Charlie Puth live in Brisbane. Um, it is going to be wild October 27. Thank you so much, mate. Great to talk to you. Thank you, guys, for taking the time. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I remember that I was saying that we're going away on a yoga retreat and you were... You had the giggles about it. And a lot of people had the giggles about it because I said to hubby, we haven't, we don't go away together mm. because we've got to get a babysitter because we don't have family here like a lot of people. But mum has has been up and she's staying and she was like, why don't you guys go away? So I said to Scotty, like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I've got it. I've got it. I've organised it. And he didn't. So I had um, some credit because I had visited this place a while to go, and I was like, "Well, I would like to go with hubby, but it's yoga. It's a and it's a wellness vegan, no nah, alcohol. No, no, fun. no, 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 no. Okay, you're, right. you're, yeah, they, you're allowed to have alcohol. Okay, yeah, so alcohol, you're allowed to purchase, and they even gave us a bottle of champagne. So no, no, no. Okay, they're definitely. not monsters. They're not monsters. <laughs> and we did have vegan there, but you can also get. Other meals. Like, okay, right. Yeah, but okay. I didn't really give him much information. So I said, we're going away doing yoga. And he's like, what? And I said, make sure you take your Audi version of the skins that he got for football. And <laughs> he wore those for shorts over. Did he, I was going to say, did he wear shorts over or did he let it all hang out? Do you know what he did, actually? Yeah, he came out. I was like, 7 a.m., we're going to yoga. And he's like, no worries. So he came out with his skins and he's put some socks down. And he's like, hello, ladies. <laughs> like, why does every guy find that funny? Well, we do it as a joke, but really deep down we're a little self-conscious about it. So we figure if we if we front it. I said, look, babe, I don't notice any difference. Like, what? Like, it's always like that. And I said, no, no come on. So he put shorts on. He went But it, it made me realise when we were there that often you go away to this, and I go away with my girlfriend and we're, we're trying to do it once a year, and you save up for it every year, and that's the once a year you go because we like to de-stress. And they will often ask you before you go there, like, what's your level of stress? And she and I will normally go probably around about eight. Okay. So then I realised I have just taken the world's most relaxed person. And also the person who sends you to eight. That's what I said. So he goes to her and she goes, what about your stress levels? And he goes, what's that? And I looked at him and I went, oh, God, he goes, the only stress I have is her and... No, I'm pretty cool. Like, the guy wore a robe around the whole time. He Did loved... that annoy you? Did it no, annoy you how I relaxed well, he was? But, like, he, oh, he's just so relaxed. And, like, he got, he got a massage and he's like, oh, thanks, love. I might be back tomorrow morning. I'm like, no, not at that price. You won't. It was, <laughs> it was one. Do not enjoy the thing I'm forcing you to do. You meant to come here and complain. He's with Scotty. <laughs> Good morning. You can't win, mate. She forces you to go to a yoga uh, retreat and you get too into it. That's me life, Maddie. Me life. Did you love it? No, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a, um, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. i got to say, he even got... He, I think he, I out-yoga'd you too. Uh-huh. Stretched. Yeah, uh, I might outdone you. He's pretty good at yoga. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah you feel it, though. <laughs> you feel it, in your quads. Yeah. In your gluteus in maximus. Your, yeah. In your toes. If he didn't have a robe on, he was naked. Like, the guy just really took it on board. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was there many other couples there? Or was it all girlfriends and... There was, wasn't there? So I've there been... There a couple of couples. Yeah, I've been to this place a few times and it's always female. Yeah. Always female. And this time, it was all couples. A couple of, like, you know, had gone away with girlfriends. But it was all couples and and guys by themselves. A couple of single men, yeah. A couple of single men there. What? 
No, no, no. You didn't, you didn't say if you just said retreat and didn't add the yoga part in with that explanation. Well, no, they were just guys. They said that it's a new thing now where a lot of guys are just trying to do it as a de-stress and a lot of them would be like CEOs or, right. you know, a lot of them have been minors. God, and I... they're away like working and they just want to de-stress before they go back, you know, to family and How stuff. How sus would that sound though if you go to your wife, you go, Dal, I'm really stressed at work. Do you mind if I go away to a yoga retreat on my own? Well, it's a healthiness retreat. I don't know. Scotty's so keen. I reckon he's going to go back without me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you could I'd get him. I'd have already booked. Yeah, he. Oh, oh he you was, don't. You don't. He I was mean, so relaxed. And I said to him, "What was your favourite meal out of it all?" And I have to say, the meal was like fine dining. Yeah. So we're very sort of blessed with that, and just anyone cooking for you. And your favourite meal? I'd have to say the vegan. The flavours in the um, just everything around it was just beautiful. Seriously, it was beautiful. I couldn't believe it. I didn't think food could taste that good. I love it when I, he said to me, he goes, what's this? I said, that's tofu, babe. That's tofu. God. Yeah, but the way he, he likes fried it up on, or, you know, cooked it in a pan and then mixed it with all this other stuff. And, oh, I tell you what. God, if I see you in a man bun tights and you're wearing some like rosary beads or something next time I see you and you're all like, oh, love and light. Next he's going to do is he'll be taking the yoga oh, retreat. I'll be humming, Maddie. I have my legs crossed. Hum. It'll <laughs> <laughs> so douse you in forex. We in even did sound the therapy. Oh god. We did. We did sound therapy. He <laughs> fell asleep. He loved it. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Some people don't like it when we go out separate. And on Friday night, we all went our separate ways. Stav was uh, at home, movie night. Um, I was uh, away with hubby and you were at the Dolphins. And yes. I just always say that some people, because I always like it when I get reports of what you guys are doing. So I got a lot of videos of you because you were hosting for the Dolphins. Yeah, this was, was your there. first time of the season. Apparently you were amazing. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. I was the uh, on-ground uh, host pregame halftime. Yeah. Do you get to do like little quizzes with the audience and everything? Uh, yeah, there was like crowd participation. They did the, the Dolphin Dash where they've got to run, put giant shoes on. There was like a fun. kick for cash. You oh, know, I all, like those. All, all no car giveaway? No, yet. no cars. Okay. No cars. Yeah. But you did a great job. But I just got. But you did a great job. But <laughs> here we go. There's always a but. If, if that's the end of it, no worries. Have uh, coming up, Alpha. I've got a lot of videos of you. I even sent you one. Apparently, it was the rehearsal. And I just want clarification because yeah. one of my friends was like, "Actually, no. I got this from three. I got this from three people, and they were like, oh, my God, you're not going to believe what Maddie said.'" And I was like, "Why? What did he say?" They're like, "You didn't hear." It was family friend. I was very family friendly throughout the entire evening. But I kept getting these texts like, oh my God, I can't believe he said that. And I was like, what? And you know when you're writing back and you see them doing dot, dot, dot. But I guess they're watching the match or whatever it was, or maybe it was the pre thing. So I saw like dot, dot, dot. And I'm waiting for them to text back. And then they didn't. I was like, oh. So I was like, why? What did he say? And they're like. My worry now is because those microphones, when they're not <laughs> live to the stadium, I have an earpiece. Yeah. And there's someone sitting up in the box, the director, who can talk to you. And I'm now hoping none of my con- <laughs> my private conversation was broadcast. Not that there was anything bad, but you know when you're like, what did I say? Do you think you said anything wrong? Because they thought I it was never really, be too sure. They of what thought it was said. really bad, and I was like, oh, that's okay. And I did get clarification from Adrian, who's our audio guy. I think who was also there. Yeah, yeah, he does the he does the music, does a great job. Big Bad Brad's the ground announcer. They were really upset by it, and I was like, I'm okay with it. And they're like, yeah, but it would have been really embarrassing to her. 
talking about your co-host on the day, who we know, Annabelle. Yeah, Annabelle Brett. Did you keep calling Annabelle Abby? Yeah, look, um, <laughs> when you got as many women on the go as I do. <laughs> yeah, well, when there's a microphone in front of me, I just assume my position and there do we, we look go. Alike? You both have blonde hair <laughs> and teeth. Because they, they were like, oh my God, she handled it so well. I would be so, I'm like, it's not a big deal. No, and, and I, you know what, I They're don't. They're both A's. They are, that, and that was it. I think Abby and Annabelle, Abby and Annabelle, no, they don't have the same uh, amount of syllables. What was it, when you were annoyed at her? Was it when she did something wrong and you're like, yeah. Abby? <laughs> she was very more complimentary than you usually are, so I don't know how I mixed you up. <laughs> I give compliments when they're dessert. You do, yeah, see? See, there we go. No, I think I saved it and I said Abby and went, oh, no, sorry, I meant Annabelle. Oh, no, I've mixed up my women. Okay. Um, yeah. But, yes, I think I only did it twice. Okay. Because apparently you did it in the rehearsal. Yes. Because she was in the rehearsal and she was like, phew, lucky it was a rehearsal. And then I got a text from someone going, oh, my oh, God, he's done he it did, again. He did it again. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it just goes to show, even when I'm not with you, I'm always thinking right, about yeah, you. yeah, save, save, You know? Save. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah. wondering where you are. Uh-huh, sure. Wishing you were there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she might have been offended if I called her stab. That might have been a whole other Yeah, of that's But true. she wasn't wearing glasses, <laughs> so I was never going to make that mistake. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Driving down the M1 uh, over the weekend with Scotty, and we're just saying, like, sitting in the car, like, we were just holding hands, and we're like, you just, like, cameras are always watching these days. Mm. Do you know? And I was like, you just get fines for, for everything. And I leant over and gave him a kiss, and I was like, oh, whoops, yep. Can't do that. I'm going to get the cameras. And we're talking about what they've actually seen or what you could get a fine over. And I then had, on the way back, had my legs on the um, dashboard. Dashboard, you know, with the glove you boxes. You really should no, not be I know, doing that I know. Anyway. And it's completely dangerous. And I was like, I need, oh. to, I need to take it down because they're saying that it's just if you have an accident, the airbags and anything like that, you'd just crush your legs. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So I took them down. And I was like, oh, I wonder if we'd get a fine for that. Because these days people are getting fines for everyone. I want to know 131060. Just let us know what you have been fined for. Because is it just seatbelts? Because there was a, a mum who got a $1,000 fine and demerit points for giving snacks to her kids in the back seat, which I always do. But because she had taken her arm out of the seatbelt and leant back and uh, given the snacks, she got done. Yeah. But what it's if she the got. The seatbelt's the issue there. I don't think the snack reaches. But what if she got done if she hadn't taken her arm out? I don't think so. Another lady got fined because her um, stepdaughter was showing her something on the phone. And she looked at it? She looked at it and she got fined. Oh, see, I, how does that one work, though? Because she was on the phone. How yeah, can but, you prove but you're not you're touching di- it. Yeah, but how can you prove? I think you were distracted by it. You're still using... But if, you, if you've if you got your phone with the GPS in a holder yeah, on the dash... Which is on the dash. You're still looking at it. Yeah, that. but she was looking at the side. And they're saying that she was a distracted driver. Uh, I suppose if you're watching a YouTube video... That, how long, how long yeah. do you know? You can't say, oh, I looked for two seconds. And then where do you draw the line at food? Like, I is, is a fry okay? I just feel like I'm so... But a steak is not? I just feel like it, you're in your car. You feel so watched all the time now because mm. every time you go past, there's so many cameras. And we drive all the way down to Byron and back. So I got a ticket. Yeah. Uh, for my son Xander, he had his um, seatbelt under his arm. Yeah. He, he didn't. He didn't have and it on. Did you not properly. notice? I no. Front seat, back seat. Front seat. Yeah. Because he's old enough to sit in the front. 
Um, and then when we I went back and asked the question and was like, well, what what's the go? Uh, they said, it's you as the driver, it's your responsibility. responsibility yeah. I'm like, well, it was on properly when we left. So is it not distracting to be watching the road and then every two minutes checking every single driver to see if they've got their seatbelt on? Mm. You know, well, I guess you know it's there what for I mean? a like, reason, it... saying that if you were to have an accident, yeah. they're going to be injured because they don't have it on right. But I'm I know not what you're disagreeing saying. with that. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like how many... If Dear you... government, I cannot tro- control my kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you not have kids? <laughs> yes. I tried. But that's what I'm saying. Like if I was going to like lean over and give him a kiss, like would I have been... Do you know what I mean? Yes. Because he did take his eyes off the road. I was like, whoa. Well, I guess if you're, yeah. And I mean, would you. It wasn't a patch, by the way. It was like. Just a peck. Yeah. I don't know. See, and that's the thing with these cameras now. They pick up absolutely everything. Um, There's that one. There's one on um, the Western Motorway going out towards Ipswich. Yeah. There's that one there. Um, and there's a couple on the Gold Coast on the bridges where they have them on. They're the mobile phone cameras. But, well, I had my phone in my pants, which I never do because mm. I always will put it, uh, you know, in my bag or it's on the passenger, like, f- where the foot feet are. Mm. But I had it in my pocket and I was like, oh, and it dinged. And my son was like, oh, you better take that out. They'll know. No, I think it's only if they see it. But like, if it's, s- if it's sitting on your lap, you get done. If you got pictured, if they got a picture of you taking it out of your pocket to put it in a safer spot, but if it's in that's my pocket, what you get signed for, get done for. Mm. But in your pocket's fine. But I was like, it's lighting up. <laughs> uh, oh, but they wouldn't see that. Not if it's it through know. the. I mean, were you wearing see-through pants? Yes, yeah. Oh, okay, well then, you know those see-through pants that I wear. Do, you know those ones that I wear at work, and you're like, don't wear them at work anymore. No, they're Abby. inappropriate. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah. well, you know. Hey, Emily. Hello. <laughs> what did you get fined? We were fined for two seatbelt offences in the same week. So I was passenger and my husband was driving and one was the night my grandma actually passed away and I was just in a fluster and had my seatbelt under my shoulder. I was still wearing it. Mm-hmm. And the photo is directly from above the car window that you can see right in my terrible crying face. It's just a terrible photo. Nice memory of that night. Oh. Um, Yeah, and then the same week I was twisting around in the back to, like, get my dog's leash untied because he was stuck. And, again, I put the seatbelt off my shoulder, was still wearing it on the Western Freeway. And, um, yeah, we got double demerits because it's the second offence in 12 months. So it's a three demerit offence, six points for the second, so that's nine points all up. My husband didn't have nine points on his licence. So it was going to be a loss of licence for him, and um, we challenged it through court. We didn't have to go to court though. They said we'll waiver the second fine um, if you pay the first one. So that's right. what we did. Oh. How many points do you have a year? Um, 12 you can accumulate. Okay. Yeah. So he'd already lost three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's a tough one too because the dog, if you don't help the dog, it could choke. But I guess yeah, what they're West saying, I guess what they're saying is, and this is what the, the mum got done for, I think you would be able to help them as long as you don't take it underneath. But I know what you're saying, Emily. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to get to them mm. unless you had. And the Western Freeway, there's nowhere to pull over there either. No. Yeah. no. Stupid. Uh, all right, good on you, Emily. 131060 is our number. Su- Suzette in Fitzgibbon, what did you get fined? Um, yeah, so I got fined for my daughter holding her fake phone, her toy phone. <laughs> was it real? It really was a fake phone? Yeah, it was a fake phone. So... She has, like, this fake phone that my friend bought her just because she wants to go on our phones all the time. So it was, like, one of those 
fake pressing phone. Oh, you like yeah. a Fisher Price thing that makes some annoying yeah, noises. That yeah, one. it eventually goes yeah. in the bathtub so it doesn't make any noises yeah, but anymore. As a friend, you yeah. give it to them because yeah. you don't care. <laughs> Yeah, so they got that on the camera, and we're currently fighting it through court now. So, so what you um, were holding I, it? Is that what happened? Um, no. So she was holding it. So she was in the front. Um, we were just. So she was in the front, and I was grabbing it off her, and they took her photo. Yeah. So oh, you were touching okay. it. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, so, I, yeah. So obviously, it looked like I was holding an actual phone. Right. Um, but yeah, it's currently going through court right now. So, do you have to take that fake phone into the court as evidence? I guess so. Um, I did speak to someone in like the during the court thing, and they said that I can bring the phone in. But yeah, mm. it's a bit of a funny one because imagine the, imagine the judge going, "Oh, that annoying thing! <laughs> you know, you got to hold it up." <laughs> Here it is, Your Honor. Uh, hey, Shelley. Hey, how you going? Good, good. Now, what happened with your husband? Um, he was driving on the Western Freeway. That Western Freeway, I tell you. Um, yeah, I think I've, I, I would love to know how much money that camera gets. But it's oh, just for safety, he guys. He was actually on, on his way to a job interview because he'd just come home from the mines and he was looking for a job. And he had his phone tucked under his leg. You could even see a third of the phone sticking out. It wasn't on or anything, no GPS on it, nothing. And he got fined $1,033 and four points. So, See, I reckon if I, if I, you know how I said in my pocket, I reckon if a little bit was showing, I obviously would get fined for having it in my pocket. Maybe. Yeah, they said, because when we, we kind of questioned just like a police officer, mm-hmm. when we, a friend of ours or the family, he said, because it's on your person, you are going to get a fine. If yeah. it's yep. Wow, so that's a bit of a warning. Make sure it's not in your pocket yep. or anything. Right. Because yep. it was under fine. his leg. Hopefully he's learned his lesson. Anyway. Yeah, and even to- you think top pocket, if someone put it in there and it was sticking out the yep. top? It would get yeah, and you? did you know P-platers, P-platers, if you're driving and you're a P-plater, your passengers are not allowed to be on their phones. What? Really? Yep. Yep. Since when? Yeah. No, it's a new rule, apparently, that brought out the last 12 months. Oh, yeah. Well, but, but that's that's, that's got to be revenue raising. No millennial's going to sit in a car and not be yeah. on a phone. They're How are you going to cruise to pick up or go? Yeah, you put the tunes yeah. on for the... Wow. The, you've probably just saved a lot of P-platers a lot of grief there, Shelley. Um, if they're listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they're listening, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Over the weekend, though, um, on Saturday night was the inaugural um, trivia night at, at my school. kid's school. Um, now, it's the one thing that I volunteer for and I host. Yeah, like, Maddie, can you do uh, canteen? Sorry, I wouldn't make it there in time. Can Correct. you make a cake? No, sorry, not going to bake. But I will emcee this one event. Yes, yes. I and don't I- judge because I do the sports event. That's right. And mm. you, you know, it's like as a parent. And the people in the P, is it P and F now? Or P, uh, was, parents and friends, yes. It was P and C when I was at school. Yeah. But. Um, they're amazing people. And they are dedicated and they put a lot of their personal time into doing mm-hmm. stuff. So and I appreciate them. But on Saturday night, this is just parents. No children. Mm. No teachers. The only teacher there is the teacher behind the bar. And that person is the principal. Are they serving at the bar? The principal is the one who serves the grog. Oh, that is a great manoeuvre. But I have to say, is this event that Esther gets excited by? Because I did see her post a few photos. And I'm like, she's not hosting, is she? She's just hanging out with friends. No, she was down on a table. Looking great. Yeah, Yeah. right. Because I've done a, uh, a quiz night 
for a football club and yeah. I did it when I was pregnant so I wasn't drinking and can I just say I loved these people at the start of the night and I hated them at the end because <laughs> I had people coming up to me going do you know I'm a doctor I'm a doctor and do you know that that was wrong it was wrong and I was like excuse me sir if you're a doctor you probably know the effects of alcohol on your system can you please walk <laughs> yeah. over tomorrow there? I'll be giving myself an IV to get rid of my hangover yeah. Everyone was like, everyone gets very merry, but everyone's great. Like it's, I actually quite enjoy it because everyone has a good time. And I always think from the principal's perspective, I wonder how much she gets to see of the parents and goes, that makes sense. That makes, that sense. makes sense. I don't know yeah. why your kid's like that. But it's it's a great night. Everyone gets loose and it's a lot of fun. So do you bring your own alcohol or do they have a license? They, they, they have a license and serve it. Okay, so, so did, did he or she? Ah, uh, he. Did he have to cut anyone off? Oh, no, sorry, she. she. Did, did I she? say he? She. Did she, say. the teacher, she. Did she have to cut anyone off? I don't know if she cut anyone off. Or did I she don't just think say, so. oh, sorry. Or did she just do the parent thing? Well, we run it's out. Like, it's like, no worries, here you go, and fill it up, and it's got no alcohol. It's like there's a oh, mocktail. Oh, yes, yeah, I don't know. But but um, she was behind the bar. She does, does a great job in dealing with everyone. Now, because I am hosting... I don't drink a whole lot. No. Now, that's the only thing that saves me. Because mm. if I was down on a table, I would be like everyone else, mm. right? But I love how much fun and how much everyone gets into it, you know? Because you're always worried about, you know, what's going to happen on Monday. No one really cares. Yeah, you don't have the anxiety. Here is the issue that I had is I went dressed as a rugby league player. And I was like, it because the theme was, what do you want to be? What did you want to be when you grow up? And you went as a Dolphins player, didn't you? Yeah, because that... I thought I was so nervous because I know you had a big weekend. I thought you wore that hosting the oh, on Dolphins Suncorp. event no, on no, Friday night, no, no, and I was no, like, no, 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 no. "Way to go!" No, so I went. I had the most Dolphins merch. Yeah. So that's what I went as: uh, full Dolphins kit, including football boots. Same football boots that I broke my leg in. Tiles of the men's no. toilet. <laughs> Smash. Straight down on my tailbone, completely axed myself, winded, <gasps> thinking, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to get up. Did the principal see you? I don't know if the principal saw, and I thought no one else saw, because mm. I ju- tried to jump up as quick as I could, <laughs> but I turned around and everyone saw. Now, the problem is, I was the most sober there. Yeah, but you can't say you're sober, no one believes it. And I was I like, what, I haven't even been drinking, I've had five beers is all I've had, five beers. And Ash will go by this, how many times have we blamed our high heels and our inappropriate shoes when we fall over? I ended up in a moon boot yeah. because of that. See, it's the shoes, I feel you, babe. girlfriend. I feel you. See, it was the shoes, style. If I hadn't worn those so stupid harsh. shoes. If I make you feel better, I actually went to a hens on a boat yeah. and it was one of my good friends. I get seasickness. So I actually wasn't drinking. Now, the captain made an announcement that unfortunately someone has been too intoxicated and we need to return back to Sydney Harbour. We'd paid for the whole boat. Did they cut the bar off because of you? They cut the bar off because I was in the toilets throwing up. I was trying to tell them, I'm so sorry, I haven't drunk. I get seasickness. And they're like, come on, mate. All right. Because it's like absolutely calm. And everyone's yelling at me going, I mean, this is so bad. I'm like, no, I'm really not drinking. I'm completely... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's funny with oh, the shoes thing. I understand where you're coming from because I had the thought. I went, they are going to be dangerous, yeah. but they really made my outfit look outfit look fantastic. So I had to wear them. I had to wear them. So, <laughs> Miss Davis, I promise you, I promise. wasn't drunk. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Alpha Box. We are going to play tomorrow to be the 29th of August. Your three answers to win ten thousand dollars cash are Ghost, Geelong, and Globe. Yes. <laughs> See you tomorrow, guys. Stabby will be back.